0: Welcome to another big presentations podcast minicast. Now, Mike, today I have down here on my notes that today we're talking about stories, and stories are right, great and right. all, but what's what's the big deal about stories?
1: <laughs> well, when you're delivering big presentations in small rooms, many times you're doing that as a service to to the company or so- service to the nonprofit or the organization, and stories can really. Uh, highlight and strengthen positive things about the culture of an organization so stories are, are powerful tools like uh, so let's let's think uh let's think of some some stories that could kind of capture the culture of of organizations that that we've been a part of what do you think
0: Well, I worked at a radio station at a time that felt like it was a really big deal, but it was in the fairly small town of Abilene, Texas, not really a a big town, it was a small town. And one of the big things that we hung our hat on as a radio station was that we were live and we were local, which meant we had DJs in the building and they were doing stuff in that moment. It wasn't a whole lot of pre-recorded stuff from bigger towns because there were other stations that we competed with that that was their thing. There was nobody in the building. It was just a building that was there and everything else was recorded elsewhere and piped in. So we were trying to set ourselves apart in that way. So one night I'm on the air doing my thing and a mom calls up very panicky because her daughter, who was somewhere between the age of like nine and 13, was missing. They didn't know where she was, but she was a big fan of the station and she had just gone missing. And so they said, would you be willing to make an announcement? Her name is this. Can you please tell her to call her mom and dad just to let us know that she's okay? We don't know if she's upset about something or if somebody took her, but if she can hear you. Please tell her to call home. Okay. Well, that seems reasonable enough. There didn't seem to be any sort of angle that this would make me look stupid or like I was being took. And so I was like, this seems like a good thing to do. So I did. And then I heard back later that evening that she had gone to her grandparents' house without telling anybody. And no one had thought to tell the parents. And so the parents had like called all these other people, trying to hunt her down, couldn't find her anywhere else and didn't think to call the grandparents. So it was a great deal. I was like, great, happy ending. And then randomly I get called to do an interview because the newspaper was doing a story about it. (laughs) And so it really helped bring home that idea of like, because we had somebody in the studio, we were live, we were local, and that we cared that it made a big difference. And while it didn't seem like a big deal to me at the time, it very obviously made them have a much better evening, even if they probably would have figured it out eventually. It was something that said something about the culture of the station. Mm I love
1: that. I love that. That culture of helping. That, that reminds me of one organization I was working with, and uh, they were sharing stories of great customer service. It was, it was a municipality. Okay. And uh, so some people in the room, they were with code enforcement. So their job was to make sure that things stayed, um, stayed healthy, safe, and looking decent. So they would have to enforce these, these rules, but every once in a while, they would discover that the reason a code was not being met was because there were no resources available to meet that code. Mm. And this was often you know, a, an elderly person with a limited income or, or someone, even if they were younger, they had just hit really hard times and they just did not have the resources to meet code. Well, they realized, the code enforcers realized that that they could partner with different local nonprofits who would provide either the funding or the services or both to help a, uh, a homeowner or a property owner uh, be able to bring something up to code and then not have to receive a fine or a ticket or, or whatever the consequence was. And so they were able to not just... Uh, fulfill the end goal of their job, which is to keep things healthy and safe and looking nice, but to do so in ways that allowed people in the community to, to know that people cared about them and the city cared about them and wanted to take good care of them by putting in the extra work to find sources of funding or help for these situations. And that, that spoke so well of the organizational culture of of service and, and meeting needs
0: of the community. That's fantastic, I like that. Well, another story comes to mind for me, and this was from the same radio station. I've worked at other stations that did similar things, but this one always stood out to me. We had a mom who reached out to us because her son had had some health problems and for whatever reason really at that time was a huge fan of Rihanna, the musical artist and we played a lot of her music, and I don't think they had any clue what they were asking for, but they just assumed like, oh, like they're a radio station. Maybe they know her. Maybe they have some sort of connections. I don't know, but they were like, is there anything that you could do that, that might be kind of cool? I think they were really thinking that maybe we could just get like a t-shirt or something, but we kind of talked about it. And we threw around some ideas, and we brought them in the studio and let them know live on air that they were going to get gas paid for hotel paid for and concert tickets to go see her on this big tour of which she was a co-headliner with Kanye West and he was ecstatic and he had had kind of a rough go because he had had just a lot of health problems over his life and he had just had many disappointments and he came in expecting maybe we would give him a t-shirt and we hooked him up with all of this extra stuff it was just kind of this idea once again of being of being local and caring and going the extra mile for somebody who couldn't do it for themselves. And, and honestly, it didn't cost us much money. A lot of it was, was getting in contact with the promoter and being like, hey, is this something that we could figure out a way to make work? And I think we may have found a sponsor for it as well. So it was really about the, the manpower that went into it in the time on our part more than even the money. But it made such a huge difference. And they came back afterwards and told us about the experience. And, of course, we got that recorded, too. And it was just a great way to be able to say, you know, we care about the people who live in this town um, and are willing to go the extra mile. And I thought that that always stuck out to me.
1: Yes. And I think a common theme to, to those last three stories that we told is organizations realizing what they can do to help people. Yes. Like radio stations are in a unique position to help people in certain ways mm-hmm. because of the service they offer. And they could offer huge help in ways that, that in terms of money doesn't cost them anything. Right. Just making an announcement, you know, or by using connections To be able to to meet a need or fulfill a dream of, of somebody. And like in my case, a municipality able to say, here's what we can do. We can make these connections and we can offer this help to people who are who are facing tough times. The point is that every group of people has a culture, whether it's as small as a family or as large as a Fortune 500 company. And stories are powerful ways to share that culture. And, and the hopes for an ever improving culture as people grow and, and learn. Big presentations that can celebrate the positive elements of culture and the core values that lead to it can build support for the proposals that they're bringing to the table, if, especially if, and they should continue to support that culture. If the proposals they bring and say, hey, here's our values and my idea help support those values. Man, that's powerful. Stories are powerful. And we'll talk more about that in this full cast, so so don't miss it. Today, we've been talking about the power of stories. To learn more about this topic, check out chapter six of the book, Big Presentations in Small Rooms. In that chapter, you will discover many options for compiling content, including stories. It's a great resource. That one chapter is worth the price of the book. So get your copy today at Amazon. You can choose digital, print, or audiobook. You can find a link in the show notes.